0: my kids at home I tell them what are you gonna do to love today and they'll tell you mom doesn't mean how am I gonna feel love it's how I'm gonna give, give love, love. Yeah. yeah and you know and there was a time in my life where I was really going through some some dark times and you know and my mentor at the time which we're still friends today she's an amazing woman and she'll know who she is if she hears this <laughs> she will she would ask me every day who have you prayed for who have who have you helped who have you reached out to and it was the idea that I'm not wallowing in self-pity, but I'm thinking about what I can do to help others to generate joy within myself and yeah. understand that there's always a better tomorrow. Yes. And so it's, it's removing the pity. And the pain. And the pain and replacing it with actionable love. And I'm getting filled in the process of filling others.
1: Hello, my lovely listeners, and welcome back to another episode of Overshare with me, Genevieve, your guide on your journey to self actualization, your spiritual mentor. It is Monday. It is time to hit that reset button, and we are still on our journey with growing grit. We are going to be talking about something a little bit different today. We're going to be talking about how to promote a growth mindset. Kind of, We're still going to be talking about some things that are applicable to GRIT. And I am honored and lucky enough to have another wonderful guest for you, my lovely listeners. It is Kristen Giordano. She is the owner of a family gathering food company. Uh, she's been a chef for the last 17 years serving in several capacities such as a frontline cook, a lead kitchen supervisor in the Texas Army National Guard. Um, she's done a lot of catering and event planning and really why Kristen is here to talk about this topic today is because of her outreach efforts in the community she, does a lot of coaching, um, especially that is targeted towards uh, youth, uh, specifically kids from little kids to all the way up until 17. Is that right, Kristen? Yeah, that's correct. And she's pretty much really passionate about influencing a better tomorrow for um, everybody, right? Yeah, everybody. (laughs) So, Kristen, tell us a little bit about yourself
0: going to shift this
1: around (laughs) so um
0: I I want to I want to kind of start with a backstory so um I can tell you where the idea came from that where where we were where our business was born from um I I grew up and I didn't have the best upbringing I mom my mom's been sick since I was really young my dad my dad was you know the breadwinner but um at the same time he was working on Maybe three hours of sleep, two, three, four jobs, whatever he could do to make ends meet, and um, which led to substance abuse, and and so when I was young, um, we didn't see a lot of him. He tried to be engaged when we he was there, um, but we didn't see a lot of him because he was working. Um, and so when I was about fourteen, we lost him, and so it was just us and mom. Mm-hmm. And so we we learned me and my younger sister my. We learned at a very young age how to how to navigate to the best of our ability, right, to be adults at, at 9 and fi- 14. Um, so through my life, I desired that connection mm-hmm. and to be able to have, like, growing up, it was like, man, I really wish that I had a relationship with my mom like this person or I had a relationship with my dad like this person. And so I really desired that. And then when I had kids, it shifted. Like I want my kids to have something different. I want them to know what connection looks like. I want them to know what my attentiveness, like I don't want my career or other things happening in my life to take precedence over my relationship to them. So I was really young when I had my oldest, um, but he definitely grew me up quick uh, in the extent that I just wanted to be better. I don't There were no time for games i i knew that i didn't want him like to end up having a life like i had and so where this concept was born from is my desire to want to have families have connection and to for mom and dad not to miss out on these amazing creatures they're raising right so kids are so innocent they're so resilient they're Mm -hmm. so intelligent i you know, I I work as a teacher in, in ministry and I do everything from I've done everything from preschool all the way up to young adults. And now I'm, I do some stuff in, in the capacity of working with women as well. And, you know, I tell you that on Wednesday nights when I have these kids, some of the answers that come out of their mouth when you're asking is profound. And because it's a simple answer, they don't put a lot of thought. It's what comes to their head yeah. and it's there, you know, so. Um What I really desire in, in the model that, um, that we built, I had some really amazing people. My pastor, my good friend, he sat down and he really helped me develop this. and um, what what I really desire is to help mom and dad, grandma, and grandpa, whoever the, whoever the person is for these kids to sit down and have, a guide really it's just a guide to help them ask questions right what are questions what are ways that i can show my teenager that i'm a safe place to have a conversation with you know people listen to my 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 exchange with my my 15 year old and they're like i my kid would never share things like this and it's because it's because one i teach him about growth mindset i teach him about having a safe place to have a conversation and he knows when he comes home it's not gonna be automatically drilling into him about this or that or you know, and do I have bad days? Sure. I mean everybody has bad yeah, days. You know? Yeah it's it's not always it's not always sunshine but and rainbows. Puppies
1: and rainbows.
0: Right. Yeah. <laughs> so but yeah, so that's that's really where it came from is you know, I'm I am a product of six kids. And yeah. and so we learned along the way how to we and we've been through the trenches and we really learned how to have a closeness and I want I wanted my kids to know that too you know and we had to learn in our adult life and but knowing where I came from I wanted them to have the opportunity to start sooner so
1: Oh, and just to just so that the the lovely listeners have a little bit of background in terms of what you're talking about you are talking about a family gathering right I'm talking about a family so, gathering food company so, so tell, tell the listeners a little bit about that why how you you know wh- how it sparked your passion and and what made you decide to start it's a nonprofit, right um or it is
0: it is a for-profit but I do oh, offer cool.
1: hello Jen
0: <laughs> it's this company it's right okay. there Jen <laughs> It's uh, okay.
1: No, no, but yeah, tell us why you decided to make the step to actually do something like brick and mortar or something that is going to be a company for you that you're in charge of and and
0: Yeah. So, um so the the church that I attend, mm-hmm. we have um a group of leadership um and they sat down and and they wanted to figure out a way for us to be doers and not just sayers right so okay. go out and give action into loving the community building the community and we all agree that the concept is to build family first and so this the 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 structure that was adopted is mm-hmm. taken from this this um guide that was developed by this team um and what we would do on wednesday nights is we would sit down as a church and our person and our families. And we would have what we call family meetings. Mm-hmm. And in these family meetings, we're asking questions like, how can I pray for you? How can I help you? How can we serve the community? What conflict? What do I have to confess? Like, what did I do? What did I mess up about? What did I lie about? Like, And, and the idea is that you're not coming to talk about the things that you did wrong so that you're grounded or you're punished. Or shamed. It's so, or <laughs> shamed, right? Yeah. And so the concept is that we're sitting down and we're talking about these issues and how we can change that behavior and better it okay. and grow it and be more productive and be more well-rounded and, and walk with integrity and character, right? And so that is where this concept came from. So what inspired me to start this is, one, I have a passion for food. I have yes. a, a, a great <laughs> passion for food. So, oh. No,
1: you're fine. And Technical difficulties, my lovely listeners, today, I guess. <laughs> it's fine. It's me, I think, or maybe it's user error, but um yeah. No, go ahead. Go ahead, Kristen.
0: So I I have a passion for cooking. I have since I was young. And my family, um, especially when we go up and see our extended family, one of the big things is all of our conversations stemmed around standing around the kitchen, standing in the living room, eating food. Food. And um and you just that's one thing that I noticed is that foods bring family food brings people together not right. just family but people right and so um one way that i encourage my kids is i'll make a plate of macaroni and cheese for my daughter that's her favorite food or you know <laughs> pizza for my Uh-oh. kid you know okay she I, if if i didn't have other ways to give her nourishment she would live off a of mac and cheese i'm like you cannot just eat that every day so I, I took the concept of what I saw, the the model that I saw from a lot, like a lot of the things in my surrounding. And I said, you know, why not use this as a vessel to heal? Okay. And so we took both concepts and we married those concepts together. Okay. So what I do is I, and we have we have two different types of models for the business. So one model is the family meeting. So what I do is I bring your meal you have don't have to worry about cooking cleaning preparation anything i create your meal okay i come and i serve your meal and then i coach you through a family meeting to help guide you through communication to you slowly build that connection with your family
1: oh okay and so this is like um like you'll go to their home or they have to come to you or how does it work i
0: do all the travel all the work is through me we we can we it doesn't have to be at home i know everybody isn't comfortable with having somebody come into a home but it doesn't have to be at their home we can do it at mine um but i make it easy for my client i go to your home we sit down the reason why i do that is because oftentimes you find that kids are most comfortable in their own setting right and so that's that is what we want to promote we want to promote building in an environment where they're most comfortable and where this practice is going to be used on a day to day basis. And also, you know, one thing, one thing that one thing that I've kind of just dis- been learning along my journey, because it never stops learning no, is it does not it does not um, is we I have I have learned that um, a lot of the emotional damage that we were dealt growing up is unintentionally projected onto our kids like protect them from this or triggered by that and so what do and and it can come through by being what they call the helicopter parent or being the loose parent or you know authoritarian authoritarian. authoritarian. (laughs) and so what what i what i want to present is that you can still have a level of that but also give your children the ability to learn how to make wise choices and be comfortable with communicating and seeking wise counsel in the process right and so i we want them to grow and have that growth mindset and we want them to be able to go out into the world and be able to make decisions and not be like oh my gosh mom normally tells me what to do and and be able to think through situations and so this will allow the kids to sit down with their parents and have time to sit and talk about conflict and be able to work through it or uh,
1: difficult conversations yeah Absolutely. This is so cool. Okay. So like I'm kind of like learning about this with y'all, my lovely listeners, while Kristen's kind of telling me about this because this is kind of a new endeavor for Kristen. So her website for a uh, family gathering is gonna launch next month. It's gonna launch so next month. So make sure you definitely follow her on her social media. You have Instagram and Facebook, so let the I lovely do. listeners know where they can follow you and then you guys can keep up with the updates. So when you when your launch comes to fruition, um, they can go and check you out and schedule this cool kind of i don't family meeting i'm gonna call that is that right family meeting
0: and we do we do family game night too
1: oh that's so cool yeah we
0: also because some kids work better if if you know they have a comfortable time where they can goof off and laugh and i we've created a model that will work in a game a game night environment it's to encourage teamwork it's to encourage communication these games are going to encourage um just the family to relax not be so uptight when you're having these meetings right yeah um and so and we so we we've presented that and you know and we have two different types of models that we use too we use um we use you know if like for example i'm a christian and so and this was this was born from church where i attend but i've also I've also created a model that is not fully faith driven. So it, it works for somebody who may not may not be a believer. And so because because growth doesn't just happen for a believer. Growth happens no matter what your background is, no matter what mm-hmm. your walk of life is. True. And so we wanted to I wanted I wanted to be able to bring that to anybody, not just the believer because I want everybody to have a chance at joy in their household.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and a oh, safe space. And, my, and my plug. Oh, no, yeah, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, we yeah. Got, I Make got sure. off on a tangent. <laughs> okay. Make sure, yeah,
0: you plug. So um, you can follow me on Facebook and Instagram. Um, my Facebook is, you can either follow me at my, um, mine is Kristen Giordano, my name. And then I have um, a family gathering food co um, is the... Catering side, which I will be posting links and access to the site on both and announcements for you know business anything like that. Um, my personal one, well, Kristen Giordano, that's the one where I I do the um, the nugget of knowledge.
1: Yes, I checked that. You guys should definitely check check it out because Kristen, I I really enjoy those. She kind of gives um, well advice. Well. Wow. It's kind of in the same vein as I I do, my lovely listeners. Most of the things that I talk about or, you know, create content for is because, first of all, I need to hear it and remind myself of those things that happen every day that we have to grow through. And in the vein, the, in keeping in with the, um, I don't know, theme theme, uh, of the episodes this month for January about how to grow your grit. And, um, yeah i know they're really cool Thanks. I think you do a really good job and um you know i know it's hard to put yourself out there like that well for me i speak for myself i no, hate doing it agreed <laughs> it, it is hard sometimes <laughs> i don't like it that's like the least favorite part of all this all these things that i do for the for the podcast so the I, recordings um, and the
0: face and the yeah. I, like 50 times
1: yeah totally all right, so let's let's transition into um, mindset vocabulary so that we can kind of talk about the nitty-gritty of what's what the episode is about today, which is how to promote a growth mindset. So I, I really think it's interesting and perfect for this episode because of your personal background and kind of your mission with a family gathering in terms of that... Optimism or talent isn't necessarily something that you're born with, and I think that maybe our cu- our culture or our society um, th- kind of views as views people that are optimistic. They're just they just kind kind of pop into the world that way, and right. I, you know, and I understand this because it even goes back to the way I kind of frame things. Um, in my life because I'm the type of person that has a pretty good work ethic and I hear people say oh well I can't teach that like I can't teach wor- work ethic work ethic like you either got it or you don't got it and I reading and we're still talking about Angela Duckworth my lovely listeners please go out and get this book um, Grit the Power of Passion and Perseverance but it, it really made me rethink that concept because mm-hmm there's this whole idea of learned optimism versus learned hopelessness right and there's a point especially when you're talking about kids or even yourself when you were growing up and kind of the story that you just talked about shared i think it's interesting or i'd like love to hear your take as to where was that point where or who was it that made you take that bad or maybe not ideal situation that you were in or the kids that you work with are in Mm -hmm. and they're still have this optimistic outlook they still have this ability to say i can do it or i can attain this or i can achieve this what do you so the first thing the first thing i'll say is
0: that um the the growth mindset or like learned optimism the um like you were talking about the you can't you can't teach work ethic um i i i agree you can teach it it is possible but on with that said i think the big thing is is that the person has to be so fed up that they are tired of this cycle right people you live in a cycle so you either live in a cycle of pursuing success whatever that looks like in your life or you live in this cycle where you're just you're complacent and comfortable with where you're at, and there's never any growth, there's never any movement, right? And so, um, the first place you have to get, and I talk a lot about this with um, with people that I know, and I had I had to get to this point, um, you know, that dealt with like addiction. You know, you, you don't get, you don't leave your addiction until you are so fed up and so tired of it. And you're so sick of it that you want something different. Like you have to want that. You have to desire that. And it's the same with the work ethic. You have to desire the success that you are tired of the lack thereof, you know, the, the, the opposing option. So the opposing option is I'm not going to have a roof over my head. I'm not going to have food in my belly i'm not gonna and and you have to be tired of of begging for handouts you know and so and and that's an extreme when we're talking about adulthood but with the child with with a kid you know i i have a 15 year old Mm -hmm. and he does not always have that work ethic mentality but one thing that we talk about is okay let's talk about your desire to want to be a basketball player you love basketball, you're great at it, you're six man, you know, you you have all these great attributes. What do you think is it's gonna take for you to get to that point? And, okay. he, and he said, and you know, of course he goes, I gotta work at it. I said, so I tell him, do you think that only working at this one thing will bring you success? Or are there other areas of your life that have to be practiced as well? And of course, I don't understand what you mean. Well let's talk about your academics. If you don't work equally as hard on your academics, then is a the college going to look at you because you you don't have what they require? Well, no. Okay? So what other areas of your life can you put forth that work ethic, that that effort to have that strong work ethic to get there? And so then his will start turning. Okay. Academics right. are necessary, okay? good practice good disciplines at home making sure my chores are done making sure my bed is made all these things and it doesn't necessarily directly affect the end result of what he wants but it indirectly affects it because he's developing skills to have a healthy work ethic so it has to be taught it has to be learned and it's learned by having wiser (laughs) not wisest but wiser people around him that can get him to think about what gets him to the end point
1: for that and uh-huh. go ahead no 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 uh, no. i was just gonna just like add on to that because you know in in the in the book for for grit it, there's talk it talks about like the higher hierarchy of goals mm-hmm. you know and you have your life philosophy at at the top which is maybe you know w- using your son as an example you know maybe his is to play basketball and be an NBA player. I don't know. I'm just throwing that out there. But all yeah. these little things that you just talked about, you know, his academics and, you know, maybe his workouts and his basketball practice and all these things, everything that he does kind of is underlying to that top goal. Right. Right. And it's funny that you bring up basketball because, you know, it, it's it extracurriculars are kind of one of the ways that is super powerful in terms of teaching kids or anybody, really, to grow grit and to kind of have this growth mindset because once you're able to stick with one thing for a long period of time, which we kind of talked about passion in the last episode we did for Overshare because people throw that term around a lot, just, oh, I'm so passionate or you're so passionate. I heard it. It's a great episode. And it's like, well, you know... I get really nervous about that now when people say, oh, you're so passionate. I'm like, well, you don't really know because you've just met me. You can right. say I'm enthusiastic about it. But that duration, that mm-hmm. longevity. Right. And I just think it's interesting, you know, especially with your concept for your business and maybe even with your kids, obviously you're implementing some yes. of those <laughs> things within your family unit. That Absolutely. is encompassing that into um skill and talent and passion and growth mindset because once your son and this is for all of y'all sons to my lovely listeners you know once your son understands what it takes to get where he wants to get that skill is applicable to anything right and then there's that concept of that growth mindset it's there it's embedded in him and he can do it for whatever he decides to do right yeah Absolutely. You know? I just, I think it's so interesting, too, and I, you know, like I said, since you work with such a, a array of kids, um, and you see probably kids from so many different types of backgrounds. I do. Um, you know, what makes the change, like, what makes them say, yeah, I, I don't want to be here anymore, I don't, and like you said, it's the cycle, but I think, too, it's like the community. Oh, absolutely. You know, and, like, oh, where, did, where do they get those resources? Where do they find them? How do they kind of switch that um, perspective or that subjective interpretation of their out, like, their view of their outcome? Oh, and yeah. And I, I want to kind of talk about permanent versus temporary. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I was gonna say, I had a yeah. pastor tell me
0: one time, "Tell me, show me your friends, and I'll tell you your future." Oh yeah, no, you know? oh my and, gosh,
1: that reminds me of my mother. She told me <laughs> that all the time, "Tell me who you're but, with, and I'll tell you who you are." I
0: mean, but it's but it's true because even even if you're the you know the ugly duckling among or the the swan amongst the ugly ducklings, right? You you are being poured into even even subconsciously like un- unknowingly being poured into by the people that surround you yeah. and so if you are around people who are wanting to seek success if you are around people who have wisdom and have had the experiences in the especially in the areas where you want to seek success then you are going to start thinking like them because you're you are developing you're hearing those feedbacks those things are being embedded even if it's compartmentalized where you don't it's not in the forefront of your mind. Yeah. It's there because you are you are seeing those behaviors. And so but if you surround yourself with people who are not seeking seeking to be better or to grow or you know, they have no goals or no desires to to grow then those are the, those are the, the mentalities that you, you develop and you walk away with. Right. And so even if you're like, oh, I'm not going to be like my neighbor, but if you're hanging out with your neighbor every single day, then you're going to come away with some of those, some of those characteristics.
1: Oh, that's so hard when you think about that in terms <laughs> of like your family and stuff, you know, Absolutely. Too, like, you know, if, well and, and <laughs> you know, i just thought about that that just popped into my head
0: yeah and you, know? and you know and and they and that's a lot of the reason why they they call these generational curses is yeah. because these things derive from the the strongholds that that you experience through your childhood so i grew up with a grandmother that drank every day so there was A 50-50 chance that I would also drink because that was what I was exposed to. And you didn't know any better. I didn't know any better. That was the
1: norm. Yeah, like
0: you just the way it was. So the concept that work ethic can't be taught is it's a fallacy. It's not true. (laughs) Any behavior can be taught.
1: True. And I just, it's so weird because I know that you hear people say, that i do but, or you know how you hear how people insist the, the people around you always if they open an article and they say oh look how talented he is or look mm-hmm. how talented she is or look yeah. how amazing she is and it, they don't realize that that's just like the tip of the iceberg you're only seeing or the, the surface right or maybe it makes it easier for people to say oh they're talented and it kind of gives them a crutch to say well i can never do that right or I can never be there or I can never be at that level
0: but we go back to this we go back to this point learned optimism versus learned helplessness right yeah learned optimism is is the concept that you are positive about the just any circumstance it could be worst circumstance in the world and you have this positive outlook like there's always going to be something better on the other side does that necessarily make you move no but you aren't living in a space where you're constantly negative and constantly giving excuses to hold yourself back right and so but you you can you can teach optimism not by speaking words but by action yeah Everything is actionable. So you have to, you have to be willing to live, live out what you are telling other people that they should be doing. So if I tell my kids, you got to take the trash out today, then yes. I should be willing to do my part, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about that, too, when we talk about mindset tools, because, yeah. yeah, Kristen's, like, talking about, like, imitate, which is one of the mindset tools, y'all, so. But it's uh, em- emulation or imitation, which are two different things, too, yes. m- my lovely listeners. Emulation and imitation, you know, so. I- and kids... I think are experts at that. They are, and don't even know it. Well, and they just, and I don't have any kids, but I, you know, I have a lot of friends and and people that are in the depths of, you know, parenting or bringing forth their children into the world as hopefully productive, healthy adults. (laughs) Uh, And I hear this all the time where they say, "Oh, I tell them this," but you know, they do this. Or I hear parents say, "I don't know where they got that from." Like they got it from you. (laughs) You Yeah. Next episode,
0: you you should talk about willpower.
1: Oh. (laughs) that's good i like that yeah that's so just to kind of wrap up to like the mindset vocabulary because we talked about learn optimism versus learned helplessness and i just kind of want to loop back to versus the whole permanent temporary lens because just to kind of give the lovely listeners a background uh, and then again this is kind of my opinion i kind of side with angela duckworth on this in terms of um what makes an optimist versus what makes a pessimist. An optimist is somebody who sees the setbacks or maybe a bad event as something that um, is temporary. Like, it's something that's not going to be forever, whereas on the latter, the pessimist kind of sees things as or assumes that it's permanent. Like, for example, say, oh, I'm a loser or I can't, uh, uh, you know, I'm just an introvert or like those are very permanent things versus, um, you know, on the, uh, on the flip side, if you're an optimist, you may say, oh, well, it was just a bad day or it was just a bad hour or it was just a bad meal or it was just a bad situation where it's going to pass. I, like I said, I just, I, and I know I'm the culprit of this too, where I get really, um, entrenched in kind of that mindset where I, uh, and we'll talk about this too with mindset tools, but I get kind of in that narrative where I feel like it's me, right? It's something within me and I have to really work at it to understand that it's just a bad day. It's just a bad second. It's just a bad moment. And I I, I don't know, I feel like we need more people like you in the world to be able to have a conversation or provide a space for a conversation for kids to understand that things aren't gonna come easy, things aren't gonna come quickly, and that it's gonna take effort and belief and a mentor or someone who believes in them. Yeah to be able to sh- because they may already feel that way. I guess that's kind of what I was getting at in terms of the kids that you see. Yeah. And they already have this like pessimistic mindset in, ingrained in their in because, their brain because their, it's the action life. that they're seeing
0: lived around them, Correct. right? Correct. Yes. And, you know, and I I had a mentor growing up, you know, I his name was Coach Robinson. I'll never forget him. He was he was one of my teachers in high school. And um, I I was you know kind of living in the space of of anger and hurt and you know i just lost my dad and i didn't really have you know my mom was very sick and not present because she lost her husband of you know 30 years and so um you know he sat and i was i was just doing things that you every parent dreads you know skipping school and not present and not doing things when i was at school And he sat me down and he was like, what do you want? And I was like, what do you mean what I want? The only thing I want is my dad back. And he's like, no, Kristen, that's not what you, that's not my question. When do you choose to be different to give yourself a fighting chance at something better? Are you going to live here forever? And it was such a profound question that I didn't want to think about it, but I remember sitting at home over the weekend after having this conversation with him and just thinking I am so sick of living in this space of negativity all the time feeling like I have to fight everything and you know we have so many kids in our community that really struggle with that and they don't have an outlet and they don't have somebody that hears them and sees them and knows they're present and that is that is what i want to give back. and i want i don't want to give it back just from my perspective. i want to give that power back to the parents and back to their guardians so that they they know the kids know that these people these are the people that are fighting in their corner and so that parents know you have tools to fight in their corner. and that's something that we didn't have growing up because mental health wasn't a thing, oh, I know, right?
1: i know i know.
0: and and so when we talk about permanent versus temporary, for me, I thought my circumstance was going to be permanent
1: yeah. until
0: he, Coach Robinson sat me down and said, this is not the end. And it wasn't until I got sick of that that it became temporary in my head and I wanted to fight. And so I did. Yeah, I fought. It was hard, yeah. but I did it. Yeah, And so um, it's just, you know, we... we we just we have to be willing to grow so that the kids our kids see it and you don't have to be a mom or a dad an aunt or uncle you can be a friend or a neighbor or a teacher or a counselor you can be anything if you are if you are encountering kids you are a vessel to the difference in their life one of my favorite sayings is by gandhi be Mm -hmm. the change you wish to see in the world Mm -hmm. and then there's controversy some people say he didn't say it But for as long as I've grown up, the fact is is that he was quoted for it. But it is. It is one of my favorite sayings, and that was really one of the biggest driving forces for me my whole life, is whenever I would go to make choices, be the change you wish to see in the world. Is this what I want to see? Then don't do it.
1: Or do it. So... Uh, yeah, it, and I was just gonna add too because there was actually a, a chapter in this book about parenting, and I was like, I don't need to read that. And then I, of course, I still read it. <laughs> I read it. I was like, I don't need to read that because I don't have any kids. And it's so funny because Angela, you know, Angela Duckworth in the book, she's like, well, you, you do know that the word parenting is driven from you know lat- the Latin word of uh, to bring forth, and I think I mentioned that forth. just earlier to bring forth, and you know what Kristen said about. You don't have to be a parent to bring forth uh, someone in society. I think that's kind of all of our responsibilities in some weird way, uh, maybe a hippy-dippy way for me, because of just how I feel that giving back and providing service to, in, in the format of whatever passion you have is really why we're here and why we're on the earth, and just to be able to, one, figure it out, which is kind of one of the harder parts of it, and two, to actually do it. Yeah. The actionable process of the follow-through, which I think maybe is something I'll, I I do want to do an episode on, is the follow-through. And that's like the the trigger, which I really kind of want to talk about in terms of promoting a growth mindset, right? Yeah. And it goes back to fixed mindset versus growth mindset, right? When you think about a, fig- a growth mindset, goes back to people who, kind of say, oh, people can really change. Mm -hmm. People are capable of change. And I'm, even though lately, and as the way things are in the world, I think maybe it's harder and harder sometimes to feel that way, Mm -hmm. that people can innately change, like genuinely change. But I still believe that. I really do believe that. I still believe that. And there are people out there that don't think that that's possible. They think that we're the same person, essentially. Yeah. Throughout, you know, our progression in life. I don't know. I don't I don't know. agree with that. I don't agree with that
0: either. It's it's very hard. I mean, even looking at it from a from from a neutral perspective. When I was when I was kind of, you know I understand the concept of fixed versus temp, of, versus growth, growth, right? Yeah. But I want to I did a little di- deeper um dive into into this the this subject over the week and, you know, You you look at like the definition of fixed mindset. People believe that their basic qualities, like their intelligence and talents, are sim are simply fixed traits. So either got it or you don't got it. Right? It goes back to that. (laughs) Yeah. And and you think about it, it's like it's like maybe you're intelligent.
1: You're not smart though.
0: No, I'm not (laughs) not touching that one (laughs) but maybe you're intelligent but your intelligence didn't stop at you know your ability to learn to read at three your your intelligence didn't stop at you learning calculus in ninth grade or or twelfth grade or whenever it 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 the point is it evolved because our brains are ever changing ever growing
1: forever and ever my lovely listeners
0: and so i mean even science proves that growth brain development is an ever-growing concept right yes and so um and so that in itself for me is the reason why i really struggle with this fixed mindset you know and and in your older age you hear a lot of them people oh they're stuck in their ways oh it's true though it's true but that doesn't mean they stop learning it just means they refuse to receive the information that's
1: learned but that's (laughs) so weird when you think about Mm -hmm. it because it's almost like reversed because our biological brain is is, has the capability to always continue to create more synapses and all the things you know to retain all of that information but we choose not to do it yeah everything is a choice right it goes back to choices but it's, it's like we have the capability in biologically right and I, I really geek out when it, when it comes oh, to, like, neurobiology, like, neuroscience, like, actual scientific things when we're talking about what we're talking about today. Oh, yeah. You know? Like I geek <laughs> out, too. <laughs> like You're talking <laughs> about them, like, yes! <laughs> like, I love that stuff because it's almost, like, it's, it's, you can't negate it. Like it makes it real, especially right. to, to people out there that say, "Oh, well, that's the way it is." And I, you know, people are people either are talented or not talented, or they they don't they don't have. Um, you can't train talent. Yeah, you know, and I'm I'm like, okay, but what if if you don't make the effort with the talent you have, what does it matter?
0: Well, I mean, <laughs> and and let's go back to the let's go back to the, um, athlete reference you know yeah. i talked to my son playing basketball yeah. i have nephews like baseball bleeds in our blood in my my household I when can my see that when yeah,
1: kristen's wearing a mavs jersey today, <laughs> i y'all. am wearing a mavs jersey yeah and, no that's yeah great. go babs they won la- they won last night I i'm saw so excited i or, saw that i looked it up yeah just thursday night you were coming and you have yes. that yeah, you, yeah i was like yeah i know okay they won okay good. yeah, yeah. but
0: base baseball ba- baseball actually bleeds in our blood you know both of my brother two two out of three of my brothers have you know, boys and they all have played baseball from the time they could pick up a ball and throw it. And you know, and when my son chose basketball, they were like, wait, this is not the same thing. But, you know, it was it was a natural it was a natural feat for him. And, you know, and we go back to those those ideas, whether it's baseball, football, soccer, whatever, you these are skills that are taught. Maybe there's some natural ability that you see But technique and skill and work ethic and, you know, and developing, you know, developing perseverance, endurance, grit, all of these things are developed throughout the lifetime of their growth in this process, you know. Don luca did not i I can't say his last name we'll just say luca luca did not become the player that he is just by sitting on the couch and watching tv and going oh i want to be dirk or i want to be you know this player i want to be that player he got up and he put the effort he put the work in it never stopped he took feedback from wiser people than him and says hey change this do that yeah throw it this way Watch yeah. the ball when you're doing that, you know, and there, it was, it, it's, it's learned. Your growth is learned, whether it's hearing, hearing from somebody, wiser than you, you know, you, you go to school to get smarter, you go to college to get your degree to be a doctor or to be a lawyer or to be a business person. You're, you're growing no matter where you look at it in life. So why not take that idea and apply it to your mental health, your mental growth? You know, because that is, that emotional and mental growth is where you see wisdom develop. And eventually somebody's going to need that from you.
1: True. True. And, and I, I, like I said, I think, I don't know, I, I don't know if I want to say we've tried to ignore or kind of put it to the side in terms of mindset development or, you know, I think we've had terms that have been coined like I want to live my best life or you know yeah yeah, or things like that where we say it so it's kind of subconsciously there where we do want to have this kind of ideal situation that we want to be in but there's no maybe there wasn't I think hopefully we're bringing more awareness to the situation that there's got to be a process Mm -hmm. there's got to be a start point and an end point and if you're willing to go through it
0: you know, the common denominator f- that I see from my experience working with people, the common denominator that I see when somebody says, oh, live your best life is eventually those people are going to get burnt out on, on trying to figure out what their best life is because they haven't stopped long enough to figure out if, if you know why they feel an emptiness or why they feel something's missing, Yeah, you know, and they're running from something. Not everybody's running from something. Some people really are, in, uh, really are, were, are attuned with, you know, healthy mental, you know, mental health and emotional health, like being healthy in those areas. Right. But a lot of people in my experience that I've, I've spoken to is like, you, you live your best life, but isn't, isn't a part of living your best life also taking care of self, you know, isn't it also understanding, you know, why you are, are dealing with anxiety or depression and how you can navigate coming out of that, because that's, that's not, you don't have to live with that forever. So how do we get to the point where we recognize it, identify what gets us there and be able to work to overcome that? Because society will tell us that it never goes away. You're going to deal with it forever. That's not true. Don't, it's a fallacy to believe that you have to live with anxiety for the rest of your life, or you have to live with depression. You have to live with stress. In my, in my opinion, I'll just say in my opinion at the end of that,
1: (laughs) That, because it's something that I have
0: had waves in my life where I've dealt with depression and anxiety, Yes, but I don't live there because, because I have to understand that I need to identify what's put me there. I have to identify that there's no shame in me sitting down and talking to somebody about it. And there's no shame in me coming up with a plan
1: to navigate my way out of it because it's only temporary. Yes. But be well, and I'll go back to this too, and maybe this is like full circle too because yeah. of uh, a family gathering and, and, you know, the coaching and, and kind of counseling environment that you're providing in kind of this unique way with food and, and all the things and games. And, you know, I know that you may have, you may, or you do, I'm pretty sure you do, deal with kids that have, already had a lot of obstacles in their life. Oh, yeah. Even at a very young age. And I think it's interesting that those, more likely than not, are going to be grittier people as adults versus maybe some... I'm not going to sit here and say, you know, circumstance. But, again, everybody has different contexts. But I feel like people who cruise all the way up until something awful happens, because it's inevitable, my lovely listeners, an obstacle... Uh, a, a roadblock of, of you hurdle, know, a, ch- a hurdle whatever you want to yes. call it is going to happen you are going to get knocked yeah. down and I think in terms of grit and promoting or having a growth mindset is the key to getting back up because yeah. if you don't have it and you don't know how to deal with the obstacle or the setback then then you're going to live there yeah. forever, forever and those are the kids that don't I don't know maybe they don't finish college or maybe they don't you know get a, a job that yeah. lasts for 30 years not that that means that that's successful i'm not saying that but you know i'm just trying to throw examples out there of this type of thing where they the, don't that these first, are people you that know feel like the
0: these are the people in life and maybe maybe you've been you know your lovely listener, listeners have been you know taught this their whole life these are the people that don't believe that it's feasible to chase dreams it's yeah. feasible to chase passion, and that that is again the full circle to the business. That's my goal. Yeah, is that I I don't want just the kids to know that that that's that is possible to chase, and it is important to pursue passion. But also maybe just maybe those will touch the adults in the household too, whoever that adult yeah, is. I
1: hope so, Kristen.
0: You know, I really do. Yeah. and so and 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 I really you know i really this goes back to you were talking about kind of you know they skate through their whole life they fly through their whole life kind of never really handling these these situations or never really facing them head on because they don't know how or maybe they just never been the tools or they don't have resources to do it you know that in 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 psychology they call that fight or flight, which mm-hmm. I know that's a whole different conversation. Oh yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah I, you did, did know, yeah. Whole, whole a whole episode,
1: amygdala, yeah, all the
0: things.
1: a whole conversation, a whole yes. episode on that.
0: <laughs> but but essentially, what what you know those concepts teach these kids is that you one don't have you you one you're just whining, you're complaining, you don't you know all these things that you hear like get up dust it off suck it up you know and and to an extent yes but what if you gave your kids a chance to identify and understand emotion where that emotion comes from and how to handle that emotion and how to respond actionably in a healthy way to whatever the situation is that is at hand yeah you know what difference would that make in them being able to have a healthy emotion as an adult
1: and the world y'all and
0: the world you know oh my
1: god (laughs) it's like that's you know in the climate that we're in you know it's just like that's why i feel it's so important to have these conversations because it's you know i think people are it's weird because it's out there the tools are out there more so than they were back when you know our parents were were growing up and becoming adults and becoming parents even and, yeah. you know, now we have all this opportunity, but people are, I, I don't want to say lazy, but they don't, I think that they just are focused on the results vers- yeah. versus the journey. Grandpa th- would say, put, throw some dirt on it. You'll be okay. <laughs> <laughs> and there, you know what, the, we, I think I come from that type of generation where we're, we it's like, well, don't coddle, don't coddle, don't coddle yeah. them because then they won't learn. Cry it out yeah or don't sure. touch them or don't you know don't pick them up and you know yeah I, and I'm, I mean I came from a very loving family and but I was I also came from a very high standard family yeah so it was this balance that I think maybe we're maybe we're losing and I think maybe there's a lot of factors that contribute right. to that social media uh, virtual you know COVID and you know all these things were this kind of yeah human interaction and being able to talk to each other on a human level is yeah. dwindling or i hope not I don't well because know. <laughs> you're
0: stuck behind this and i'm holding up my phone right now you're stuck behind this it's so much easier to get on your phone and send a message on facebook or on instagram or tiktok or you know do these things and and so the personable conversation yeah. the connection is missing because you don't have to connect with people if you're hiding behind a computer or a phone You don't have to, you know, and, and, you know, even though we came from what, what sounds like very different backgrounds, there's a lot of similarities to, and a lot, a lot of commonalities to the mindset of throw some dirt on it and dust it off, you know, and even though maybe your parents or your grandparents didn't tell you that, you know, it's, it's the prem proper sit up straight back, you know, shoulders back. It's, it's still the same way. It's just, you know, a different standard yeah you know and so
1: and maybe a different approach a
0: different approach that yeah right it's a different approach you know my you know if you want to go anywhere in this world you know you can't show emotion and and that's not true especially in a society today you know a lot of people that show emotion it's just they haven't been taught how to how to navigate it health in a healthy manner and so the world is ever evolving and so why not evolve the mindset of what we can do to live a better, healthier tomorrow.
1: Right. And how do we do that, Lily listeners? So let's get into mindset tools. We've kind of talked about a few things already as we've gone through our journey of talking about how to promote a growth mindset today. But, you know, your tools are are what makes listening to this podcast actionable, right? Because you could listen to 20 podcasts unless you go out there and actually do something mm, – I mean – Entertainment, sure, but again, the whole purpose of this is for you to go out there and be happier, be more passionate, be more, gr- be grittier. I was going to say more grittier, that's not right, grittier. Uh, we d- we talked about a few things. We talked about imitation and emulation. Mm-hmm. Um, we also maybe kind of touched upon words. Words matter. Language, self talk matters. We did a whole episode on self talk uh, last year from Overshare, but it kind of goes back into this. Uh, this realm of promoting a growth mindset, becoming a grittier person because if you can kind of talk yourself out of those permanent awful situations in your brain which I have to, oh my god, I'm so bad at. I I admit, I do that all the time that was dumb or you're being dumb or kind of that narrative in my mind. I'm more of the sarcastic approach like, (laughs) oh that was genius Kristen (laughs) great idea (laughs) and it's so funny because there's it, and again this could be me and the way i deal with it i tend to name or give those like ang- give them power oh, well i was gonna say give them nicknames give them nicknames oh that's so new like, ang- okay like, anxious genevieve is showing up today like oh, okay how can i um i mean
0: it's a good start to identifying identifying those emotions though most definitely i mean that's a good that that's a good quality to have only we want to shift that mentality from giving anxious right. or angry or sad genevieve to i recognize this is that but now what i what
1: can i do to right. come it, out of that it makes it yeah. easier to kind of oh yeah put it over there and be able to see it instead yeah definitely of being able to internalize it and be like well how am i going to do it and, and then kind of Makes me stop, like hits the pause button. To yeah. That. So again, those are some things that you may want to work on, and we've talked about self talk, my lovely listeners. I mean, if you have to write it on your mirror, if you have to put Post-it notes all over your how, whatever you want to do. I think that words are so powerful. What you read, what you watch, what you listen to, all those language-based things that we we do. It's all consumption, and it's all you know something that you take in and and you're processing. So yeah. be aware. Be aware of the people that are talking to you. Ka- Kristen mentioned that earlier too. You know, who, mm-hmm. who, what did you, what is your, what was the saying about your. Uh, tell uh, me who your friends are. Who, I'll tell you your future. Yes, that yeah. one. So, who, what are your people telling you? Yeah. What are the words they're saying to you? Yeah.
0: And find yourself a, find yourself an inner circle that you can trust to reach out to people that are good checkpoints. So they know that you're not calling. If they know that you're down in it like they know those qualities and and what to look for whenever they know that you you have a need to to kind of unload those emotions because i mean self-talk is important but also having an inner (laughs) circle that will recognize and go okay it's time to talk about it yeah because i mean you don't have to you don't always have to have a therapist to or a counselor or whatever to be able to navigate emotions sometimes it's a friend that says hey you haven't text me all day I know something's wrong. Let's talk about this. Right. You know, and so just having having those checkpoints as well.
1: The other thing, this may kind of sound simplistic, but you know, as as most things do, it's it's harder than just saying it, but taking action because when we also mentioned that earlier too, demonstrating by our actions what we truly believe. So th- and that again that may sound really general, but you can kind of take that and put it into whatever context is applicable to you, my lovely listeners, right? So if you believe Mm -hmm. in something, then what action, or sit there and think for a minute, or jot it out, take some notes, I don't care, whatever you want to do, about how you're going to put that into action. How are you going to make that actionable every single day? Yeah. Um, Yeah, and that's hard for me sometimes too, because we get so wrapped up in the the daily check boxes that we have Mm -hmm. to go down, you know, and again, what about your belief system? What about your hierarchy of, of goals? What's your life philosophy? How are you working towards it? How are you making it actionable every day? So yeah,
0: and you know, I my pastor one one thing that he talks about a lot and that I've kind of adopted um, through is writing my goals and my dreams down and not just doing it once, but but doing it doing it constantly. So you know, I don't do it every week, but I do try to do it as frequently as I can. I write down. My goal is to have a community center. My goal is to have this. My goal is to have that. You know, I want to be able to take my kid to Italy one day, you know, and having those big dreams. So you always have something to look forward to. Yes. You know, you're not look. you, you got to be able to look past your nose to be able to, to be able to build on that growth mindset. Yeah. Growth mindset is, is based on us always having something to look forward to and so bill don't be afraid to write your dreams down because somebody said it was too big or
1: have them yeah because <laughs> i think too we get stuck in that but i think i mentioned that earlier is oh i can't be i can't do that or i can't have that or yeah. you know and it, it's and look at you now. <laughs> I mean I, it goes back to this this whole thing in terms of grit and developing a growth mindset is really crazy when you when you're when you when you find your niche and you, you drill down because then you kind of see it progress and then you realize that you're doing it without even knowing you're doing it because you're so hungry, right? Or you're so passionate about it and you does it doesn't matter what comes up. Like you're just going to figure out what action am I going to take? Yeah, What am I going to do next? How am I going to get through this? And it could be a good day or a bad day, but what, and this is really important my lovely listeners if you're having a bad day those are the most important days to take action on Mm -hmm. and those are the hardest days to take action on but that is what's going to grow your grit and grow your mindset and put you in a better position to handle anything and
0: pull you out of that foxhole
1: yeah Yeah. yes and that kind of brings me to reaction you know manage your reactions how do you react to someone when or even for yourself how do you react when you make a mistake or someone else makes a mistake are you are you eh, you know like i don't this is the whole day's ruined or do you take it as something to okay well what can i learn oh yeah i was talking to
0: somebody about this earlier today um they were they were kind of panicking at a situation and i said hey l- hold on let's slow down and you you see you know in in time of adversity that's the time whenever a person's character really really shines yes. through and so what i what i was telling this person today was your emotions are telling you i need to react this way mm-hmm. but what you have to do is you have to be able to identify what those emotions are why those emotions are there? Yeah. Give yourself a chance to really navigate that. Then, instead of reacting to the situation, come up, be proactive, and come up with a solution. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. that is where it, what sends you into that stressful, anxious situation is. Yes. I have to do this. I have to that. Yes.
1: Hold on. <laughs> I'm like that. You know, I'm so like that. Hold on. <laughs> hold on. What I got yeah. to do next? What I got to do? And I'm like, wait, wait, yeah. wait, wait. Like, why? Like it's not gonna get it done any faster. I mean, and you may not come to a solution <laughs> if I that's your even, thought, or it may not even get it done. Right, and I have to convince myself like it's okay. Absolutely, like, it's fine. Like whatever gets done today is gonna get done today. But that's you yeah. know I feel like society really in like puts that on us. Yeah. Like, you, you have, know, have we, to ha- fix we gotta, everything. Yes, and yeah. within a certain time frame. And I was like, come on, y'all. Like, that's not, yeah. there's no way. You're never going to be happy with yourself if you continue to react that way. And I I, I put it in the perspective of myself, because I always do that. I do that pretty much every day. I have to put myself in check when mm-hmm. I get up. Uh, if I don't get up in time, or if I don't, like, well, it's okay. Like, I'll still, still going to be a productive day. Yeah. Like, it's, I'm still going to do what I need to do. I may not do as much as I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. But it's all the reaction to the moment or yeah. the situation.
0: It's it's easy to act on impulse. Yeah, I know. And it's oh hard. Oh God, it, no, no. But, but what's hard is whenever you act on impulse, how you how you come how do you come back, back from, from, from that? It. Yeah. You know, and, and I full and I, again I'm gonna full circle around to the kids because yes, you know that yes, that's and a
1: family gathering. Yeah. Yes. So,
0: you know, the one thing that i I try to be mindful of because again, I mean, I'm only human. So, I mean, I have my days where I'm the same way. I'm like, oh my gosh, and I have to mm. cook and I have to do this, and, you know. And I, I think back, like, I actionable items. What do I want to teach my kids? Yeah. Do I want to teach my kids that they have to be on everybody else's time constantly? No, I do want to teach them to respect other people's time. Yes. I do want them to, you know, I do want them to respect other people's space, to be mindful of commitments like but i also want them to understand that everything isn't always rushed everything isn't always about being a people pleaser you know because Oof. there's a difference between serving Oof. one and pleasing one there's a difference oh, that's good i and, like that and so i mean but it, i mean it's true though we live our life going oh you have to do this you have to do this, you know make this person happy make this person happy move up by making this person happy yeah no what we do is we think about Yes, it's important to serve and to be outside of yourself for someone, but not at the expense of taking away your mental health or, or your growth or, you know, or your, your safe place. Right. And I don't mean that in like, I need, you know, I need a stress card. I need, you know, but I mean that in the sense that I just, I, I want my kids to know that it is okay to say no, and it is okay to It is, it it is okay to be in a place where you, you just have, you have to take a step back and slow things down or take a break or take a break or, (laughs) you know, you know, and, and so living that action is, is something that is always on the forefront of my brain is how can I teach my kids what I want them to know? It's not by me telling them, I can talk to him blue in the face. I talked to my son Mm -hmm. about his grades recently. I can talk to him blue in the face but he's not going to do it unless he sees me living my expectations for him. So what did I do? I decided to go back to school.
1: Oh, that <laughs> sounds good. Ugh, I don't envy you Kristen. I don't know. I it's don't. a short program, but it's, it's I'm just like,
0: a, <laughs> it's, a CME, it's a CME continued education course, but it's, I mean, at any extent it's like, I want them to know that I don't, I don't have any expectations for them that I wouldn't expect out of myself. Yeah, you know and as crazy as that sounds like oh my gosh you went back to school just to prove that to your kid i didn't do it to prove it to him but i wanted i want him to see in my actions that i'm gonna buckle down and work my butt off too, my tail end off too because i i don't want anything for him i don't for myself and i don't want to project any of my hurts any of my pains any of my tapes any of my negative thoughts about myself onto them and then they have to live with that because they believe those lies about themselves yeah either yes you know uh, the balance is hard but it's possible no it is yeah.
1: it's, it's something again like all these things are kind of I like to kind of coin them as like micro changes even if it's just one little thing that you guys do my lovely listeners in the day where you catch yourself in that moment where you're like oh that's I shouldn't be talking to myself like that or maybe mm-hmm. I shouldn't be doing this or maybe I should make a different choice today in terms of watching, you know, 6 hours of Netflix versus reading just 10 pages of a book and I've been getting better at that where you know I'll I'll make that decision and it take I guess my point is my lovely listeners is it it's not just going to happen one in one in one time of you doing it it's going to con- it's progression right it's those little changes that you have to continue to make over and over again and then it'll just start becoming let's say habits form after like a hundred some yeah. odd times of doing it yes yeah and, and it's uh, sometimes i don't it's like to use the word habit because
0: i like to use behavior and Yes, i teach my kids that discipline isn't negative no i teach my kids i actually teach my kids so i we don't we don't use discipline in the form of you're grounded so that's a discipline we don't we don't use it like that. In my house I say you know I want you to develop the discipline of waking up on your own every day. Yeah. I want you to develop the discipline of knowing dinner's done and so I have to clean the table. I want you to know oh my discipline is my homework is due. My discipline is I need to shower every day. Whatever it is. Right. The discipline is a habit that's formed that's going to grow you. Yep. And so it's taking it's taking the idea that our parents always taught us Clean, oh man, we hate cleaning because there was always a horrible picture painted on it, right? Or we hate hearing the word discipline. These are trigger words, right? Right. right. And so I want to take those and I want to change how we look at them, because discipline was never intended on being just that negative my side of it. Discipline shouldn't be I'm gonna you know I'm gonna do this because you did this wrong. It's correction in the sake of discipline it's not it's i want to correct this behavior so that you don't have to live in this habitual cycle right or discipline that is going to grow your grit and make you a better person
1: right And be able to get back up if something, when something happens, not if something happens. Because it's inevitable. Right. Something's going to happen where you're going to have to decide to continue or keep going or continue to pursue your passion or whatever you want to achieve. So, again, uh, language, action, imitation, reaction. And then just the last one I want to throw in there, which we've kind of been talking about throughout this whole episode, is to ask for help. My lovely listeners, do not be afraid to ask for help because, I, it, and it's hard for me. Yeah. I do not like asking for help or telling someone what I need. I hate that, or <laughs> I hate for it for the fear of being shamed or rejected. Or rejected, you know. And right. It's like, and but it, I've gotten better about it because now they're my. I posted about this today, but my validation isn't based on their response anymore. Right. Right. So I can still put it out there and know that whatever I get back, I'm going to be able to deal with. Yeah, and, and that you takes, know
0: your circle, right? Right. You know who you can talk to about that. Right. Find you a circle of friends where you know that you're going to say something, and no matter how nitty and gritty it is, they're going to be like, all right, let's figure this out.
1: Or, y'all, if they can't help you, then then you'll at least you'll know that that's not the person you need to go to. Right. Right? So. Those are kind of my one, two, three, four, five. My my mindset tools today, Uh, I really hope you guys have jotted them down and can take some type of uh, action for any one of those avenues. So with that, is there anything you want to uh, partake or impart, I should say, to the lovely listeners about anything that we've talked about today, Kristen? Um, I think the key
0: thing that I've really taken away, even, you know, when we, we talked about this earlier this week and, you know, you know, from the time we started talking about this, is just that growth mindset. Right. And so it's n- don't be afraid to fail yeah. because failure is what builds endurance and you will fail 10 times. But all it takes is one time. Yes. To be successful.
1: Yes and you have to be prepared for that moment my lovely listeners yes. you know what i mean so <laughs> yes. it's, you know it's there's this it's this weird balance of um being okay with whatever comes yes and that's not an easy thing and i think if you're continually working on your mindset and whatever avenue your passion lies or wherever your passion lies uh, i think it's gonna make you a happy person and when you're happy you spread happiness and those people spread happiness and it just continues to be this ripple effect so I just I really hope that more people go out there and do something I I don't care what it is I tell people that I tell my kids (laughs) that
0: joy isn't a feeling it's an emotion Yeah. and joy is joy is knowing that there's always going to be better days ahead yeah that's what I tell my kids
1: yeah and I just heard it from Mel Robbins the other day that you know the di- the dictionary defines love as a feeling and it's not love it's is not. an action love is an action word oh 100% <laughs> you know
0: yeah i tell my kids how and and you know and I, when i say kids i'm talking about all the kids that i i work with not just my own at home but my kids at home i tell them what are you going to do to love today and they'll tell you mom doesn't mean how am i going to feel love it's how i'm going to give, give love. love yeah yeah and you know and there was a time in my life where i was really going through some some dark times And, you know, and my mentor at the time, which we're still friends to day, she's an amazing woman and she'll know who she is if she hears this. (laughs) She will. She would ask me every day, who have you prayed for? Who have, who have you helped? Who have you reached out to? And it was the idea that I'm not wallowing in self-pity, but I'm thinking about what I can do to help others to generate joy within myself and understand that there's always a better tomorrow. Yes. And so it's it's removing the pity and the pain. And the pain and replacing it with actionable love and I'm getting filled w- in the process of filling others.
1: Right. Well, I'm very excited about your your new business endeavor. I I Thank really you. wish you a lot of success and I hope it Thank you. I hope that it blows up and I don't it's all over the place and cuz I feel like it's a great idea. It's innovative and it it's <laughs> It's promoting mindset and growth and and all of the things, and it's focusing on kids that are coming up and are going to eventually run the world. Well, we're, when we're old, er. Yeah. <laughs> so I <laughs> I get nervous about that sometimes, but again, um, yeah, I think it's great. I think it's thank a great, you, thank a, you, a great. And, and what's the website again, just so that they know? So
0: the website will be a, a family gathering food company or family gathering um, so it hasn't launched. You won't you won't find it online. I haven't
1: I haven't made it a live site yet. But do you want to tell them when the launch date will be, or are you are you? I don't want to so put you on the spot here no, no, on the podcast because <laughs> I know she's Kristen said that she has she was having some some difficulties and things of that nature with you know getting it. Y'all, it's not easy. It's not an easy thing to do all the things. It's not. Yeah. So I mean, um, it, probably next month.
0: Yeah. So the the goal is early next month. I was gonna launch the beginning of this year, but we ran into a couple hurdles. With um, some 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 things that just prevented me from being able to do the launch, which um, just wanted to make sure I want to make sure everything is is yes. straight. And so we're looking. Um, I have I have a, a team of people that have stepped in to help me get the launch moving a little faster. So we're looking beginning of the month next month.
1: Okay. So, and with that, make sure since again it's pending. It's coming. It's gonna happen. But make sure you fo- follow Kristen on her personal accounts too, which is what again? Is um, your name
0: either Kristen Giordano or um, for Facebook, it's a Family Gathering Food Co. And for Instagram, it's Afgf
1: Co. Okay, I need to add you on Instagram. A- I AFGF think for the, for the for the for the business.
0: Yeah. So a- and yeah. be on the lookout because we're gonna we're we're actually launching a YouTube page. Okay. Um. You, there won't be any content until we we'll, we start taking snippets of of the actual the actual events happening. So okay, we'll we'll have little snippets of of what what these processes look like. So, I'm excited. So,
1: make sure, my lovely listeners, to go and add Kristen, especially, again, on her personal account, so you can keep track of all of these things that are going to be happening within the next few months. And it may be something that you, one of my little listeners is interested in, in setting up a nice little family... Uh, uh, session whatever meeting meeting, meeting. meeting. Yeah. family meeting i mean i'm all anything with food i'm 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 in like let's yeah. do it
0: and, and i am a trained chef so i'm i mean i'm i'm i i do have like i said 17 <laughs> years of of culinary background so i i hope that i can find we i'm sure we can find something that would be appeasing to everybody's palate sounds
1: great it sounds yeah.
0: great. I'm excited. I, I'm hyped. I, yes. And and I was going to say they don't have to wait for the launch to reach out to me. If if you guys have any questions or need any help with anything or have any have anything that um, you know, any sessions that you guys would like to se- set up, I'll be more than happy to put you on, you know, on the books prior to the I launch know. to help out. Well, wow. so I'm I'm all about I'm all about building and growing and, you know, sure. especially if, you know, because there there are circumstances I've seen that are more i don't want to say detrimental but for a lack of delicate. a better word delicate mm-hmm. and need need you know yeah. immediate more immediate attention sure so sure my launch will not dictate those needs sure
1: that's great okay so let's let's um, we're gonna do um rapid fire really quick uh so rapid fire just a few questions whatever comes to your to your brain Immediately, so the first one is if you could create one rule everyone in the world had to follow, what would it be? I
0: know this is redundant from last week, but she took my (laughs) answer (laughs) treat others the The way you wouldn't want to be treated. We call it the golden rule, the golden
1: rule, Mm -hmm. yes. Okay, and this is a new one, so and this is this is overshare's 30th episode, by the way, which is I know I'm so I got I said okay, I gotta come up with a new rapid fire question, so this may be a little I don't know. I'm guessing this is again. This is That definitely d- changed from the last time you sent me this. I know it did. <laughs> I did. I changed it. So if you lost everything tomorrow, what would be the first thing you do? Or did? Do. Did. Yeah, did. If I lost do? everything? I, I don't know.
0: I, yeah. Um, honestly, the first thing that comes to mind is I would just probably pray, you know? Um. I I think about the, the story of Job. I mean, he lost everything, and he just stayed faithful, and, and God restored him through that faith, so... Yeah, I think that's that's what I would do.
1: Okay, great answer by the way. And what uh, the last one is? What are your three L's? I'm going to tell you what they are. What do you want to learn this year? What do you want to launch this year? (laughs) And what are you going to love more of this year?
0: Oh man, Um, I I definitely want to just continue to learn how to be an effective coach because there's so many so many different skills. That you can bring to the table for that, and I just want to be the absolute best coach that I can be. Um, I would like to launch. So I have, I have another, I have another coach that is going to be coming on board with me in March. Mm-hmm. But I would like to launch another two to three teams by the end of the year. Okay, so we can we because we when I say we want to touch schools, homes, families, we want to go into. Um, we want to go into recovery homes. We, we want to go anywhere and everywhere we can to impact, and so that—that's the goal: is to launch more teams so we can go into more places. Cool. Um, and what are you going to love more of? Um, honestly, um, I myself—I mean, every day. <laughs> that's a great answer. You know, but, <laughs> that's a great answer. But the reality is that I want to learn to love everything that every bit of obstacle every bit of lesson every bit of hardship that i've been through like loving the outcome of where where i've where i've come because i mean even as a coach sometimes it's hard for me to really love myself it's easier for me to love outwardly it's hard for people to learn love inwardly yeah and so i just i want to continue to strengthen and build that yeah yeah that's great that's great
1: Well, my lovely listeners, make sure that you go follow Kristen on all the things that she mentioned already so and again i'll be posting throughout the week so that you guys can you know easily click and follow and please follow over share on instagram facebook i am on tiktok and i was looking at that last night i've been so mia from tiktok y'all because of just everything you guys know i'm getting back into the group again and trying to continue on with this my little piece of my soul into the universe so Bear with me if you are more prone to using TikTok. I, again, y- you guys know how all this content stuff is kind of tough for me on, on that side of it. So, But again, please make sure that you follow, share. And again, if you found this episode helpful today, make sure you share it with someone. Share it. Make it your... Um, action of love today if you if you something really resonated with you so and again we'll we'll uh there will be another episode dropping soon this month i'm still ramping up i'm working on other guests and and other topics and other content and i always tell y'all if you guys want to hear about something or have having you know a topic that you know you're kind of lost in or interested in or passionate about reach out to me on my social media or However, I don't care, like whatever you want to do, even through the podcast, you can do so on Apple podcasts or Spotify, uh, leave me a comment, a review, a rating, whatever. I love to hear from my lovely listeners. So make sure you just keep up with all the things. Um, and with that, um, the light within me honors the light within you and to all of you, I, I wish you a wonderful and intentional week and remember to always, always speak your truth fiercely and with vulnerability.